Hello and welcome to the world of Pokemon! My name is Paul, and these guys call me their... Fiasco Mates? Uh, <laughs> and you're listening to Pokemon Rollout, a real uh, play Pokemon Fiasco RPG podcast. What's your name? I'm Paul! <laughs> and I, uh, I play... Um, <laughs> I forgot my character's name already. <laughs> I play That's Detective... <laughs> I know, right? I play Detective Landon in this in this game that we're playing. Uh, yeah, what's, yeah. What's what's your name for real this time? <laughs> I'm Michael, and I play Corey Fink in this uh, in this fiasco that we call Pokemon. And I'm Lydia, and I play Monica. And let's see how the world burns for us. <laughs> That's right. So, so in our last episode here, folks, we played, we did something a little bit different. Hopefully, this is coming out a little bit sooner than our usual episodes go out, so uh, you don't have to wait to see exactly what's happened here. And I think uh, the plan is that we'll be on kind of a regular schedule for our next recording. Um, but mm-hmm. anyway, um, so what was going on is we are in a in a fiasco. It's a different RPG podcast. If you haven't listened to our first episode, go back and listen to it, please. Uh, but anyways, um, mm-hmm. as I said, I'm playing Detective Landon, and I am uh, the gym leader in the town of uh, Rykoten. Um, <laughs> and uh, I kind of wear two hats. I am a detective, but also the gym leader, and so uh, Corey has been uh, challenging my gym over and over again, and just hasn't uh, pulled it together to uh, to beat me yet. Uh, he's tried like probably a dozen times now. Um, but also, uh, uh, Monica is a crime boss, and she just slipped through my fingers in our last meeting. But she's back in town, and I'm trying to trying to get her. So mm-hmm. that's meanwhile that's... she's trying to get your uh, your valuable item that you're hiding in your cabin down by Lunar Creek. Uh, but right. in order to get in, we need the key that you have hidden somewhere in your gym uh, or on your person. Uh, and uh, Corey, who has been trying to defeat you in the gym, is also one of Monica's uh, underlings in her, her crime spree. And so he that's part of why he's trying to beat you as well. Yeah. I was going to say also about the hidden thing. We found out it was some sort of an experiment last time when when uh, Landon talked to uh, Bob, uh, kind of the caretaker yes. of the, the, the cabin. Yes, yes, and uh, Monica wants it for herself for some unknown purpose, but uh, Detective Landon has been also doing this in secret. Who knows what it could, what it could be? Um, but uh, what we can look forward to in Act 2, someone's going to die, and someone's going to develop a conscience. Um, so uh, that's, uh, that's what the game has dictated for our tilt, uh, as we have the last half of this this audio movie we call Fiasco. Anything yeah. you'd like to add, Lydia? <laughs> uh, I think you pretty much covered it. <laughs> yep. If it's an uh, audio movie, would this just like legitimately be a talkie or like what? It's it is it is a talkie. <laughs> <laughs> In the truest sense of the term. Yes. Uh, exclusively a talkie. <laughs> exclusively a talkie. Yes. Um all right. So for uh act 2 um we, we, it goes just like we did in, in Act 1, and uh, 
so Lydia, you get to you get to start us off with Act Two, Scene One, and you can either establish the scene uh, or resolve the scene. Um, shoot, like I have an idea, but it wouldn't work. <laughs> oh. Um. I mean, we can go wherever here. We don't. We we can go crazy. Yeah. Um. Oh, actually. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. Okay, I'm going to establish a scene between Monica and some of, like, the people that are working under Lieutenant Dan. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So Monica is talking with some of these these other, other cops. Yep. Yeah, I can, I can, I can play those guys. Or we both could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, all right, lay the scene. Where are we? What are we? What? Uh, what time is it? And uh, what's happening? I'm going to say that it is the early afternoon at um at this like in a back room at some like nice fancy restaurant that like normal cops wouldn't be able to afford usually ah. and Monica um through some CD dealings uh reserved the room for herself and the men that she is meeting with uh to talk about a gotcha. little proposition. Mm-hmm. We right. got a we got a tenderloin situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, all right. Can I this? All right. <laughs> hey, Benny, you ever been to this place, man? This is awesome. I've never had buffalo to steak before. This is so great. I usually just get the regular, you know, Toro stuff, but man, buffalo. This is the stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, Jackson. You know, I never did. I never been here before in my life. Uh, the wife's always bugging me to come over here and, and say it. And she's saying, Oh, Benny, why ain't you ever buy me that bouffalant? Why ain't you ever bring me to someplace nice? Give me an excuse to buy, to, to buy another pretty dress. And I say, Hey, hey, Betty, you know we ain't got no money. And you know, you know how it is with Betty and Benny. We always arguing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh man, this this is some good stuff. Oh hey hey Gar- Garson Garson hey can you uh can you come give me some some rolls here too man uh, just bring them right on over here yeah. So, anyway, lady, what what do you need? What do you want? Yeah, you were nice enough to bring us out to this restaurant. What can we do for you? Well, uh, okay. First of all, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> um. So it's interesting what you just said there, Benny, that you don't really make enough money, you're saying? Ah, no, you know I don't. And it, it, it's hard on the wife, you know? She likes the, she likes the finer things, and I, I, I just can't, I can't cover that. Oh, definitely. And I, I think that uh, you, you wonderful gentlemen and your significant others certainly deserve the best in life. I mean, you work so hard. Ah, you know we do, you know we do. Ain't that the truth? I, I, you know, and, you know, working on the force is fine, but, you, you know, it's just... Hey, ah. hey, hey, 
Hey, is that a crawdon tail? Oh man, I ain't <laughs> never had anything nice as this. Huh? Feel Ooh. free to order. Man, you have to you share want. some of that with me, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, anyways, getting back to the matter at hand, um, I've been hearing that there's something down by a creek that Landon knows about. Oh, you you want to know by about his cabin down by the creek? Uh, mm-hmm. lady, he keeps that one pretty close to the chest, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, yes, I'm well aware. But, um, I was just thinking, wouldn't it be nice for you men to get all of the wonderful, nice things in life that he isn't able to give you? But if you just do this one simple task from for me, you can have all of those things. Yeah, what you, what you talking about, eh? What uh, what what do you want us to do? What are you uh, what are you offering? Because yeah, I you know that uh, Detective Landon, he's kind of a you know kind of a, a a hot ass, you know, and I I wouldn't mind you know kind of uh, giving him some uh, some comeuppance, you know. Oh, definitely. Yeah, you know, uh, he's 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 rough. He's a rough guy, and uh, and I'd I'd love to get out from under his heel. He's trying to get us to work overtime. Ah. Not, not with the festival coming up. Oh, certainly not. That's insane. Who would want to be working during the festival, especially when you want to spend time with your loved ones, right? You know that's true. Mm-hmm. So all I'm asking uh, is, oh, go ahead. No, what, what, what would you like us to do, lady? Oh, it's just one simple, small thing that shouldn't really take up too much time. I was just wondering if you could give me a map of how to get down to that creek that Landon enjoys, just to see the scenery around down there. Um, there's, there's two things. Two things that I can think of here. Uh, number one, like I said, uh, he keeps this pretty close to the chest. I wasn't being metaphorical here, lady. Uh, look, uh, what, what do I call you, Miss Miss Monica? Is that is that is that what you go by? You got a, you got a, you got a, you got a surname or anything? Oh please, just call me Nikki. Nikki. Well, Nikki. All right. You men uh, just seem so kind and nice. I wouldn't mind getting to know you better after this. Oh jeez, <laughs> lady, you're talking to married men here. <laughs> <laughs> Not like that. Just like friends. <laughs> all right, I, I'm. I ain't getting hot under the collar or nothing. Uh, what I'm saying is, uh, Detective Landon, he keeps this pretty close to the chest, and I ain't being metaphorical. He literally keeps the key to that joint on a chain close to his chest. So to get that key, you gotta get you gotta get real close to the man. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta get under underneath the outer layers of this detective. The second thing I'm saying is. There's a guy who guards that that cabin down by Luna Luna Creek, and, and that Bob he you know he's he's funny to look at, but he ain't nobody to mess with. So so two things you're gonna need to find that key to the place if you want to get in, and to do that you gotta get close to Detective Landon. And the second thing is to get into that cabin you gotta get Bob out of the way. So how can we help you with these two things? Hmm. 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 Well, don't you think Bob would like to enjoy the festival as well? 
I mean, it's, I'm oh, sure it I must see. be tiring and lonesome just having to be by that creek all by himself all day long and all night and never getting to enjoy the nicer things in life. I mean, you know, you boys know what that's like. Hey, Jackson, I got an idea here. Yeah, what would you got? What if we... What if, what if we offered to take over Gardenette Cabin for Bob? Hey, so you that know... So he could go into the festival. You know, I you know I like that idea there. That's, uh, yeah, yeah, we could do that. And, and I think, uh, say that under uh, under Detective Landon's orders, right? That's right, that's right. Hey, you know what? I got some of his letterhead. Uh, saving it for a rainy day. And it looks like it's a little bit cloudy, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, cloud, cloud, up. You got, you got that, that thunderous coming on in there. That, that's right. That's right. All right. So I'll, I'll, I'll type up the orders, and I'll, I'll get those in an envelope. We can bring them down to Bob and say, Hey, Bob. Hey, Bob. You know what? Detective Landon has got a nice thing for you. He asked the two of us to cover for you during this festival. Why don't you go up into town and enjoy the show, enjoy the fireworks? Take a take a peek around and have have, have some have some cottony candy. Uh, hey 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 Benny uh, Benny um, you know they they just raised the the ticket prices on that festival now they're they're like they're like you know like what uh, five hundred poke or a thousand poke how how much are those now? Hmm yeah that's kind of steep for a couple of couple of beat cops like the two of us you know what i'm saying it might be a a little bit uh, pricey for us to cover his ticket uh i don't know how we'll manage that yeah i'd say around 1000 1500 poke if you know what i'm saying for a ticket with a with a sly look towards monica <laughs> okay actually we need to retcon this just because like the economy in here we're basically asking her for 10 bucks <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> wow you guys like, really like... are underpaid Jeez. <laughs> i was like <laughs> landon like through uh through a thousand poke at um cory before <laughs> that's right, that's right. You just gave a thousand. so yeah, she, so she like, like i think it's like i think it's like 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 tw- like Ten thousand poke, twenty thousand poke. I mean, it's something like that. Yeah, something like something like twenty twenty five thousand poke. That's yeah. That's that's that's, that's that's right. Yeah, yeah. Just just be on the safe side. Yeah. To make sure that he's got his ticket and is out of the way. Oh, gentlemen, that really shouldn't be a problem. And I'm sure you would like something as well. Uh, I wouldn't say no to a little bit of icing on the cake. <laughs> of course. Well, what about if I pay for a night out for you wonderful gentlemen and for your wives as well? At this restaurant? Sure. If this is where you want to go. Lady, you got a deal. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm in. Now, we still got the issue of the key, though. Yeah, yeah. Lady, what, what do you got in store for Detective Landon? Now, I mean... Maybe we don't need the key. Maybe we need, like, an Abra or something. I don't know. Hmm. A neat little teleport. That's not a bad idea. Do you boys Ooh, know thought. of um, any... Why don't we... Why don't we, um... I'm, this is ultimately up to you because it's your scene, but why don't you just say, like, uh... You could say that you have someone taking care of that. You, you just We just need Bob out of the way. And yeah, that'll that's give Corey something to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Yeah, like, you just leave that to me or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got this, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, I... if, if you just need us to get Bob out of the way, we got it. <laughs> Perfect. Thank That's you for your help. Time. You're so accommodating. I'm happy to help. Hey, hey, uh, can can I get another can I get another steak? <laughs> Anything can I, can you I get another bouffalant steak? Ooh, and, and another one of those crawdon tails, if, if if you don't mind. Order anything you want. Take some home with you. Ah, jeez. This, the what's what's Betty gonna say to this? Oh man. <laughs> She's gonna love it. Yeah, she is. I I know how much she loves those crawdon tails too. Yeah, it's great. All right. Well, we got you covered, lady. Nikki, sorry, Nikki. <coughs> Nikki. We got gotcha. you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Garson, more more rolls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, load me in up, load me in up, up with another one of these sparkly wine drinks. What do you call that? It's good. Give me another. <gasps> and see. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> was, there you go. I'm just having so fun, at, like listening to you guys. <laughs> so I was like, "No, please keep going. This is great." <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. When you were All saying right. like one of those sparkly wine drinks, I was just thinking of like the fake wine, where it actually is just <laughs> sparkling water or something. <laughs> yes, <That's> so good. <laughs> All right. Oh, that was a good scene. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna resolve this one. So I'm gonna let you guys establish my scene scene for Corey. Okay. Ooh. So, um, like we said, Corey. So uh, Monica just said that like she's gonna take care of it. So she's gonna make Corey set up with something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. Right. She's gonna she's gonna help Corey figure out something to to take care of Detective Landon. Take care of. No, I I, th- I think we should um, uh, have something more like uh, try to help have a Pokemon resolve this in some way. So either yeah. like getting a Pokemon to somehow take the key, or getting a Pokemon to um, like get into the cabin some other way, um, or like uh, what about what about this? Yeah. What if uh, Monica gives um, Corey a ditto, and the ditto turns into the key? Hey, Hey, the ditto would just have to get a good look at the key in order to transform into it. That's a good idea. So Monica Mm -hmm. has given Corey a ditto. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe she also gives him, uh, so he, here's my, thought. if the dude is going to get a good look at the key, um, mm-hmm. what if, uh, what if they're, uh, what if, uh, Corey tries to challenge one more time, um, but like with the intention of like the battle getting a little bit rough, like, uh, maybe some attacks miss the Pokemon, but, yeah. uh, hit, hit the detective, hit the detective oh, yeah. revealing yes. the key. Alright, I'm thinking of, like, some good, crazy Pokemon that's going to be able to stand on its own against uh, ground types, like, um, but but also hits with some strong slashing attacks, like, um, oh, what would be good against a ground type? Flying type? Flying type would be good, yeah. Mm 
what's what's a good crazy flying type? Um, like a Spiro or Firo. Um, um, possibly. Let me look here. Or do you want to be like something that is like overpowered, like? Like Corey should not have Ooh. this Pokemon, and it isn't really yes. following. It's gotta yeah. be obvious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Just have it be like a legendary. <laughs> like a legendary. It's what about a Caesar. <laughs> it's not flying type, but um, like it seems big and mean, and it's steel type, and has the potential to like cause. Some... Oh, or um, or um, what about um, uh, oh, what's that Pokemon called? The this flying steel type. <laughs> Who's that? Skarmory. 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 Oh yeah. Is that? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Wild and crazy enough? I mean, I don't think, uh, like, you could, it could be something where, like, you can tell it's over-leveled. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, said that it's, uh, won't necessarily follow, um, any of, um, Corey's, uh, directions, but it will, um, it'll, like, basically go right and attack, um, uh, attack Landon. Yes. Yeah. All right. Okay. Sounds good. All okay. right. All right. So we're at the gym, and uh, Corey kicks in the door again. <laughs> Kid, I, I keep telling you, you're going to have to buy me a new door. You're going to have to buy me a new door after I beat you in this battle. That's right. I challenge you again. All right, what what you got this time? Oh, you're you're not even gonna believe it. Look look at this awesome Pokemon that I just captured. All right, Skarmory, come on out! Uh, and out from the Pokeball comes a, a Skarmory that is quite large, uh, with um, with some very rough looking uh, kind of tarnished steel. It's seen a few things in in battle. Uh, this is this is a, a hardened, uh, battle worn Skarmory. Uh, with with intense eyes <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and some powerful talons that as soon as it comes out, it locks its talons into the ground and seems to rip up some giant boulders uh, in its claws and stares uh, Detective Landon in the face and then screams a metallic shrieking sound. Ooh, boy. Uh, you... Where did you get that? That is... That's a strong skarmory. Yeah, don't worry about it. I got it, alright? Well, let's battle. Alright, well, if you're coming out with that, I'm gonna send out my Crocodile. And so, a big, large, red uh, alligator with black stripes enters the field, ready to battle. Alright. Uh... Uh, Skarmory starts it off without, uh... Corey even giving it a command and it uh, it takes those boulders that it picked up with its claws and just kicks up a bunch of dirt and causes the boulders to go flying forward uh, at the crocodile uh, and uh, uses sand attack to, to blind the crocodile and a bunch of the sand goes past towards Detective Landon too so they can hardly even see what's happening uh, and as soon as they're both blinded uh, Corey distri- discreetly um, uh, shakes uh, off this uh item from his belt that uh, transforms itself into a little purple pile of goo next to him uh, without uh, Landon or his his Pokemon being able to see and there's a, that, that ditto sits right next to, uh, to Corey 
Hey, did I just hear something? <laughs> you heard the beginnings of your defeat. Oh, all right. Uh, well, let's uh, let's see what we can do here. Let's uh, try even this playing field a little bit here. Let's do uh, let's do a smackdown. Go go ahead, crocodile. And so um, with uh, smackdown, it is a rock type move, which should be uh, super effective against Skarmory, mm-hmm. but also. Uh, it knocks it to the ground, uh, so it is so Skarmory can't really do like big attack. Basically, ground attacks will hit it now. Right. So. So the Skarmory is is lowered to the ground after taking a pretty heavy hit, uh, but it's also still quite uh, quite powerful, uh, and uh, the Skarmory. Let's see, what's it gonna do? It's gonna use Metal Claw. <laughs> uh, this, uh, so Cory actually commands it. Skarmory, use Metal Claw. Uh, and the Skarmory, can, yeah. Can can Cory tell it to do something else? Oh yeah yeah yeah. All right, uh, <laughs> that's, that's a good idea. Uh, Skarmory, use Fury Attack. Uh, and instead of using Fury Attack, the Skarmory uh, kind of glares at Cory uh, and then glares at the Crocodile and starts rushing towards it. Uh, with with lightning speed, uh, but jumps over its head, kind of uses one claw to step on top of the crocodile's head and leaps over it, and with a giant metallic claw comes forward and slashes at Detective Landon's chest, uh, tearing his shirt open. Ah! And... Uh, hey kid, you got you got to get control of that Pokemon there. You can't have them uh, attacking trainers. Not not in this town. You you just were uh. in the way. It was it was attacking your Pokemon, uh, but with with that I think that uh, Detective Landon's uh, shirt has been uh, cut open and the the key is visible. Mm-hmm. The key is visible on top of a, a glistening muscular chest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, but with with that, um, uh, Crocodile is going to return with. Uh, um, uh, an earthquake, which again, it's a ground type move, but because it's been uh, knocked down with uh, Smackdown, mm-hmm. uh, it's gonna hit that flying steel Pokemon real good. Oh yes, uh, and I think with that, Skarmory is down, um, and uh, so Cory, uh, a little bit disappointed, but also kind of nervous, and you can you can tell that he's got something else on his mind. He's kind of twitching. Uh, he says, "Skarmory, return." <laughs> You got me this time, Detective Landon. Um, I'll be back. And uh, discreetly, he reaches into the dust where the purple thing was, the little ditto was, uh, but uh, in instead of a, a ditto that uh, Detective Landon never really saw because of the sand attack and the and the 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 debris of the battle, he picks up uh, a small item uh, that uh, glistens a little bit, uh, that catches a little bit of the light, and you get you get a little bit of a golden flash uh, from it as he puts it into his pocket. Yeah. And um, as uh, Corey's uh, leaving the gym, um, like Detective Landon is running after him, to, like to say, "Hey, kid, you shouldn't use that Pokemon until you're stronger." And, but I assume Corey's booking it, right? Yeah, he's he's leaving. He's like, "I'll take yeah. care of it." Hey, hey, Corey, Corey, no, hey, hey, no, you can't, you can't use that Pokemon. And Corey is gone. <laughs> All right. I'm calling that a um, light because he wasn't. He was. He nice. he would like to have won the battle, but uh, he was in it for the key. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. Yep. 
All right. Um, my turn, mm-hmm. I suppose. Um, I will choose the resolution. All right. Um, I'm going to say, how about it's the festival? Maybe it's later oh. that that evening or or the next day or something, and the festival is beginning. Uh, and Detective Landon is is trying to to juggle a few different tasks, uh, both keeping an eye out for Monica and monitoring the festival to keep track of uh, delinquent activity, make sure people aren't getting in trouble. Or so maybe he's at the festival, and maybe he's talking to Lieutenant Dan. Uh, maybe. Uh, and then, okay, and then maybe sure. maybe Bob shows up too, and that could be like a little bit of a an instigation for uh, the um, the reason that uh, the detective Landon would find out that Bob isn't guarding the cabin anymore. Okay. So maybe can we do before we do this? Can we do a quick scene with? Um... Benny and Jackson going down and kind of getting Bob. Uh, hey, yeah, that's a good idea. Talking with Bob. I just kind of have a like, like a quick, have that prior. Yeah, a quick yeah, scene with a, that's, yeah. that's not for dice or anything. Yeah, just yeah, just a a a scene to set up what's going to ha- be happening next. Sure, I think that's a good idea. All right, <laughs> this kind of worked out <laughs> really nicely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Benny and Jackson are walking towards uh, Lunar Creek, uh, and um, yeah, kind of kind of chatting with yep. one another on the way. Yeah. I, I got the I got the letter all all typed up. Uh, so we gotta we gotta bring this down to Bob, and we gotta play it cool, right? We gotta act like. Like Detective Landon commissioned both of us to go and take over for Bob. We gotta flatter him, you see. Yeah. We gotta flatter him yeah. uh, and tell him that, yeah. that Detective Landon thought it would take two guys to do what Bob does by himself. See? Oh, hey, that's good. Yeah. That that's a good point there. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, are you sure this that is gonna work? Because I mean, you, you don't you don't talk like like uh, Detective Landon does, man. Ah, uh, no, you, no problem, no problem. It it it's all in script. It'll it'll sound exactly like him. You just wait. Just wait. It'll look. It'll look exactly like Detective Landon's words. Are you, are you sure? Because I mean, you you got that you Novan accent, you know, right? That, that, you, don't worry about <laughs> it. My you Novan accent is only in the way I talk. It's not in the way I write. You see. Oh. You see, it's oh. it's different when it's when it's written out. It'll sound exactly like Detective Landon. Right. Yeah, I know everybody knows I come from Unova, and that's it. You know, they'll they'll deal with that. That's just fine. It's not that it's not gonna hamper any of my writing skills. All right, all right. I mean, this this is just got this got to be the like legit. It got to be the real thing, man. Right? Oh, it's totally legit. You just wait and see. Yeah, Bob's gonna be blown away. He won't even know what hit him. He'll, he'll, and besides, he'll be so blinded by the flattery. It's full of flattery. You just wait. It's gonna be great. <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, wait. wait. Hey, Bob! Hey, Bob. Bob! Bob, my man! Oh, hey there, boys! Hey, Bob. Let, let me tell you, the uh, the boss, Detective Landon, he is so proud of your work, man. I mean, you are doing such a great job out here. Yeah, it's like he, we hear nothing he, else up into station except, ah, uh, you know, Bob, he's a great guy and he does excellent work. Oh, so what oh, he's good done, old Landon. <laughs> I know, right? Great guy, love him. Does to the death. old ticker yeah, some good? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, he 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 sent this letter down with us, 
Uh, and, and he told us, he told us what it says, but uh, you can read it for yourself. Essentially, what he wants us to do, uh, he wants us to take over for you because he wants you to go and have a day off and go enjoy the festival. Yeah, and look, he, he even gave you he even gave you five thousand poke to to go to the festival and yeah. spend on stuff there, right? Look at that! Look at that! That detective Landon isn't he just the best? He's the sweetest guy in the world. That's right, and we uh, we we pat him on on the back. Bob, you go enjoy the festival, man. I know you don't get out there too too often. You go enjoy the festival. I don't know what my accent's doing here. I, I got no clue. Uh, that's no clue. Okay. That's okay. It happens to us, you Novans. <laughs> you know that uh, it just goes all over the place. Uh, it's it's hard to accommodate ourselves to the locals here. So, uh, but uh, no, Bob, you know what we're saying. No matter what accent we use, you know you know what we're saying. You got the day off. You go enjoy yourself, and and you know what we're happy to cover for you down here. Hold on there now. A couple of knuckleheads like you? Why would he send you? Well, you, you see, he sent he sent two of us. I mean, like, you're so good, it takes two of us knuckleheads to do what you do all by yourself. Hey, who you calling a knucklehead, Jackson? <laughs> ah, but you know <laughs> what I'm saying. Let me uh, see those papers there. Yeah, yeah, take a look. You're written by Detective mm. Landon himself. Check out that letterhead. That's right, yeah. Hmm. Well, that does certainly look like his writing. Although generally he doesn't have so many grammatical errors. I I think he got a new secretary or something. I no no. I think I think he's just stressed with this whole like Monica thing. Ah, you know? you know that must be it. That must be it. Maybe hey, maybe that's why he wants you at the festival. He's gonna be there too. You know, walking his beat, and uh, you know he likes your company. Well, I I don't know. Last time I saw him, he told me to stay down here, so it seems odd he would give you papers oh, well, to tell so me to go to there. a festival. You know, you know, I know Monica's no, he... going after him up at the gym, uh, so uh, yeah, at least that's the way think... around town. So maybe uh, maybe he's worried uh, that, uh, that on his own he won't be able to handle it, but he trusts you, Bob, to be yeah. close to him. Yeah. Yeah, you got. Uh, you're doing some uh, like uh, while you're going to the festival, but you're doing some undercover work. You're mm. going there to to help him be be his right hand man. Undercover, that's right. Hmm. Maybe that's why he's having me swap places with you boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's funny. Well, all right then. You two keep mind of my fishing poles and. Watch for any of those nice magic carps. I don't want to see any of them getting hurt. I uh, will. We'll You're do such what we gentle can. creatures. Yeah, you, know you got it, Bob. Now you enjoy right. yourself. Well, you boys have fun down here and keep a watchful eye. I don't want any trouble. Uh, sure, we will. I don't get much time down by the creek anyway, and so this is a this is a nice relaxing spot. Not that I'll be less vigilant. I'll be keeping my eyes open. Yep. All right, I'm trusting you, boys. And if something happens, Bob just, like, cracks his knuckles and then just kind of grins at them and starts laughing <laughs> as he walks away. <laughs> Good one, Bob. Uh, is Bob going to kill somebody? <laughs> is, is that <laughs> the death that's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> that guy scares me. <laughs> 
All right, job, job done. And we give a, uh, uh, I probably take the the rest of the money out of our po- uh, pockets that um, that Monica gave us, and we split it up. Yep, <laughs> yep. We're dividing it. And, and meanwhile, we see one of the one of the fishing rods gets pulled into the water, completely unattended by anybody. <laughs> Alright, so back to the actual scene that's going mm-hmm. on then. So, um, so, uh, Detective Landon is talking to Lieutenant Dan. And, uh, he's kind of like, uh, surveying the festival, seeing what's going on, trying to keep an eye out for anything shady that might, you know, be happening, um, at the festival. Um, both just kind of as a general cop and as, um,. Also, like, with, you know, kind of Monica as the forefront of his mind, trying to make sure that he is able to try and take her down and notice anything related to that. So. <sighs> Alright, Dan. Uh, keep an eye out. It's, 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 uh, it's a crazy day. I feel like something's up, something's in there, something's gonna go down. Uh, I, I know it, Detective. It's it's a rough time. Um... But uh, we we got we got eyes out there. Uh, I, I'm sorry, more of the men didn't didn't show up to, to, to take over the extra shifts. But uh, it's hard. They got families, uh, so yeah. it's, it's hard to yeah. get to work. I get it. It, it is and it is the festival. It's it's great for uh, for families and whatnot. But um, man, some of these guys got to get the priorities straight. You know, uh, next month we gotta you know get them to do their ship uh, ship. Ship shape or ship out? That's, that's, that's absolutely true, Detective. Um, I, I will crack down on them uh, as, as best I can, and and we'll see, we'll see this this department turning around. Uh, you mark my words. And uh, we we look around, we see some of the officers that were eating the donuts uh, back at the police station. They're actually out and about amongst the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> Hey, um, have you heard anything about Monica, Detective? Has she made any moves? Uh, nothing yet. I mean, she's, uh, there's just been rumors, nothing solid yet, but I, I feel that she's here. I feel like she's, she's around here some, and at this point, uh, Detective Landis is, Bob? He, like, looks across and goes, Bob, Bob, and he runs over to, to Bob. Bob, what are you doing here? Well, I came down here because Benny and Jackson told me about how wait, you were wait, letting Benny me and, have Benny a and day Jackson. off. That what, was what? mighty kind of you. They said you had a day day. off? What? No. What, what, what did they tell you? Well, yeah, you sent... You gave me some letters. Well, here they are, right here in my pocket. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm heading down to the creek. So, uh... I'll come with you. Uh, so, uh, Detective Landon starts running down to the creek as fast as he can, but... Uh, well, I assume that, uh, Corey has, a uh, head start on him already. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I'm definitely taking a black die on that. I, I would think so. Yep, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that scene went the way Detective Landon wanted it. <laughs> yep. Woo-hoo. All right, so, Lydia, you get to establish okay. a scene for Monica. Or resolve uh-huh. a scene for Monica. You get to choose. I think I'm going to resolve. Resolve. And we, we have to do these things in this order, I assume, right? Yeah. Yep. We go we go around this way um, with each of us in, in this order. So this has to be a Monica scene in some way. Um, like, essentially, she's the center of the, of the scene. 
Uh, she's trying to get something she, out of this. Is she scene. down by the creek already? Like, is no. she there to, like, meet Corey? Yeah, I think so. I think she's there, um, maybe with uh, with Benny and Jackson, and then Corey shows up. Oh, I don't want to play two characters at once. <laughs> I will if I have to. <laughs> I, I don't think Benny and Jackson are going to be that involved in this scene, like, maybe at the very start, but... Sure, sure. Yeah, maybe they're there, um, and Monica shows up, uh... And then Corey comes with the key. Yeah. Hey, lady, you getting done what you need to get done? Yeah, yeah. What, uh, what, what did you do with Detective Landon? Oh, nothing quite yet. I'm letting him enjoy the festival before I meet up with him. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, you hey, got the key though, right? Uh, hey. Uh, um. By By the way, though, um, it it took like some extra work to get Benny like out of here. I mean, we. Uh, you mean Bob, right? Bob, yeah, no, you're you're Benny. Yeah, so get Bob. <laughs> yeah, I'm out staying of right here. Yeah, no, so. I, I did half of that hard work you're talking about. Yeah, and I, I did the other two halves. It, it's yeah, it's something like that. Uh, it was it was it was real tough to convince him that uh, that that Bob convinced that Bob that Detective Landon uh, actually wanted him to leave. But uh, but we did it. You see, we did we went the extra mile and we managed to come through for you. We, we was just saying about, you know, how, uh, you know, we worked extra hard to get Bob out of here and, like, uh, you know, we maybe, you know, need to get some, a little, uh, uh, comp- competition, you know? Yeah, we, uh, this, this is making a, making me real hungry for, for more of those, uh, crawdont tales, if you know what I'm saying. Hmm. Well, if I wouldn't, if I didn't know better, I'd say you men pocketed some of that money that was meant for Bob, didn't you? No, no. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Nikki, no, Nikki. Nikki. We go, Nikki, we go way you talking to, Nikki. Nikki. We go way back, Nikki. Ah, Nikki, you know we're your best pals, Nikki. We didn't pocket none of that money. We, uh, we, we covered for Bob. We did exactly like we said. Uh, and now, uh, you know what we're saying? It was, it was hard work. Hmm. Well, you're still covering for him, so you'll have to wait for your payments. I mean, one step at a time, right? Yeah, all right, yeah, you got it, you got it, man. All right, that's that's Mm -hmm. fine, that's just fine. Uh, I think at this time maybe Corey shows up. I agree, yeah. Um, Perfect. Hey, Monica, what, who are these guys? Oh, don't worry, they're nobodies. Is it, are are they cool? She says this kind of like quietly so that the other two can't hear (laughs) <laughs> like are they are they cool is that obviously and uh Corey's got like one hand deep in, in a pocket as he's like kind of turning away from the the two cops uh to talk to monica are, are they cool uh obviously Corey. otherwise why would i be down here with them i, I don't know maybe they stopped you whatever it's 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 nothing i look i got the key that this the plan worked I've got, I've got the key right here, and, and he pats his pocket. Ah, good job, but you're not done yet. Uh, come over with me to the cabin. All right, let's let's check out the cabin. Let's let's go. It'll, it'll work. Right. I, I know it will. He got a good look at that key, and just switched right into it. He keeps keeps the key in his pocket, and is like, "Do do you even know what's in here?" Corey, of course I know what's in here. Otherwise, why would I be coming to take it out? 
I mean, around town, all we hear is rumors, and like there's there's some experiment going on in here, or or something. Uh, I I I, th I think the detective was was supposed to be doing something really good, uh, in in here with with, with whatever he's got. It's it's supposed to be helping the creek in some way. Like I I, I heard I, I I'm just saying this is this is just something I heard around town that that a long time ago the creek was was really polluted and like poison type Pokemon were all over this town and, and corrupting everything and somehow what he did in this cabin it's it's feeding something into the creek that makes it a lot better for for the community and all, all the all the people in Pokemon here and it I I don't I don't want this 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 creek going bad I just. Corey, listen to me. Do you honestly think that I would do something wrong to this lake, to our hometown? I mean, the key is rightfully mine anyways, and he kept it from me. And you know, what do you, what do you... rumors are kind of like assumptions, and you know what assumptions make of you and me. Hmm? What, what, do you, what do you mean it's, it's rightfully yours? I... 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 This is Detective Landon's key, like... I, well, I, he says it's his key, but... In all reality, it was mine before he took it. You shouldn't what do you trust mean? all the rumors that you hear on the streets. No, I... I don't... I don't think that's... I don't think that's right. I think... I think you're out to take whatever's in this cabin for yourself and try to... Try to use it to... Uh... To, to hurt people. I, that, I think that's what you're all about. You're trying to hurt people. Look, Corey, that's ridiculous. Why would I be helping all these other people like Benny and Jackson and having Bob have a good day and I'm trying to help you too and you seriously are trying to pin blame on me for something that you don't even know if I did or not? You don't even know if I'm trying to do something good for this town. I... I guess I don't know for sure. I, but I might just have to go with, with my gut on this. I, I think no. And, and he takes the key out and he looks at it and he says, "Ditto transform." And uh, the ditto transforms uh, into I don't know a magic card. In, into a magic card. <laughs> yes, the ditto transforms into a magic card. Right at that moment, a magic card leaps out of the creek. <laughs> and the ditto transforms into that magic carp. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anything Corey, you can call you that that scene? Yes. Um, and I'm gonna say yeah. for my turn, I'm just gonna keep the same scene essentially going, except we're gonna we're gonna jump perspective now uh, to seeing Detective Landon show up uh, with with Dan. Crap, three characters of mine are in the same place. <laughs> but again, um, I, I don't think that there has to be a lot of emphasis on Dan or Benny. No, no, they're they're not they're not key players in this. It's it's more or less um uh it's yeah. It, it's not essential for, for them. Um so yeah I'm I'm claiming that tilt from that scene that, that Corey is developing a conscience. I was kinda of thinking the same thing there too, but good call on that ball. Yeah. All right, cool, um, awesome. Um, so yeah, all right, so yeah, uh, Detective Landon and and uh, Lieutenant Dan show up. Uh, I just realized that their initials are are reverse inverse of one of one another. 
<laughs> Turns out they're actually the same person! What? <laughs> Plot twist! Alright. Uh, so, so, yeah, Detective Lena com- comes and, um... Uh, hey, hey, stop what you're doing! Monica, uh, I, 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 I found you, I caught you, ha <laughs> That was so oh, wait. Of it. And, uh, Corey is still kind of on the fence, and he jumps in between the two of you and says, No, no, wait, Detective, this, this isn't, uh, what it looks like. Yeah, um, Corey, wh- what are you doing here? What, what's going on? How does, how does Monica react since the ditto just transformed away from the key, so the key is, is out of her grasp because of Corey? Uh, upset. She also kicks sand. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Stupid Cory. Cory gets some sand in his eyes and he's like, "No, stop it! I'm just, I- I'm looking out for the good of everybody here. I don't want, I don't want anybody to get hurt. Not, not really." Well, whose side are you on? Oh, I don't. I don't know. I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be good. I, I don't know. I, I, I want to help. I. I, I I need I need to I need to do right. That's that's the thing. I This is whatever you're doing, Monica, it's not it's not right. It's just not. Um, what do we think? I'm thinking either yeah, maybe death for Corey or like I'm wondering like so what are what are Benny and Jackson thinking right now now that their boss bosses are here? Oh, I think as soon as their boss showed up, they like ran for the bushes. They just ran. Okay. I, I think that's yep. in character. Okay. Uh, so and it helps me, <laughs> but <laughs> I'll say uh, so basically kill off Michael's characters. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm wondering uh, if I mean how is Monica going to react about with this to Corey? Um, right, like does she send out a Pokemon to just like take Corey out? Oh yeah, um, I was thinking of sending out like some sort of fighting type. And then, all right, having it do some. I got Pokemon. timber. I don't actually really know that many Pokemon moves That's offhand, right. so um, <laughs> something enough to hurt him. <laughs> here, let's see here. Uh, you could do like a Machamp. Um, is there a dark fighting type? I don't think. No, there yeah, is. Yeah, um, Pancham. Uh, um, Pangoro. Pangoro. Um, that would be good. And I wonder if it, uh, I wonder what uh, what moves it learns. Again, a lot of these moves I don't know off the top of my head, so I'm just, like, Googling them. Um, karate Chop, Circle Throw, Vital Throw, Body Slam, Crunch, Sky Uppercut. Ooh. Hmm. Arm Thrust, Bullet Punch, Bullet Punch. Ooh. Bullet Punch could be good. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see here. Comet Punch. Yes! <laughs> Hammer <laughs> Arm. You could, and you could do, like, just a whole, uh, whole gamut of all those. Yeah. We'll do all the punches. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, after the ditto turns into a magic carp and flops away into the creek, um, <laughs> uh, Monica releases her Pangoro and um, orders it to take out Cory. And so, in a quick flurry of rapid and strong arm movements uh Corey is no more 
and is thrown into the lake to do away with his body. Oh, yeah. And Corey's like protesting as soon as the Pangoro comes out and is like, No! Monica! No! I didn't mean it! And then like just the Pangoro pummels him to pieces. Yeah. Uh, and just knocks him completely out. Uh, and Landon's like, No! What are you doing? Monica, stop! He's just a kid! And there's a, there's a sickening crunch uh, with one of the final punches from the Pangoro as, as Corey's body just kind of snaps and bends in a in a, a very unnatural angle, and he falls still to the ground. Nobody crosses double crosses me and gets away with it, Landon. <laughs> uh, so uh, with this, uh, so is is that scene then? I suppose. I think that's that scene. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, hey, you get both of the tilt cards. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> all right. Uh, not quite how I expected it to go, but all right. All right. So upon <laughs> seeing this, uh, Landon is a bit distraught, but he knows that he has a job to do, um, and so he uh, he sends out. And what would what would Dan send out? Do you think what would Dan have? Um, Dan would probably have. I'm thinking uh, Mighty Enna. Mighty Enna. Okay. And I think that, um, uh, still leaning into the ground theme, I think that, um, uh, Landon is, also has a variety of Pokemon so he can be prepared for, uh, like, anything that might happen. So, um, yeah, let's, let's do that. Uh, so to try to match blows with the, the Pangoro, uh, he sends out, uh, alright, alright Swampert, come on out! And uh, he touches uh, to... Where would he have this? Uh, he pulls out his badge and uh, touches a, a little uh, a, uh, orb that's been like placed into it. Um, and he uh, says, okay, Mega Evolve. So he has a Mega Swamper, which is this uh, so big fish-like thing, but it has uh, huge hulking arms like... Uh, it, just its arm about uh, arms together about as big as Pangoro, so. Oh man. <laughs> um. So, uh, mega, uh, all right, Swampert, let's let's get this done. Let's uh, go ahead and do what would be a good attack on the Pangoro. Uh, we'll have it use Hammer Arm. It's a it's a fighting attack, so it should still be, uh, it should be super effective against the Dark Fighting. Mhm. Mhm. All right, so uh, yeah, so the the Swampert is uh, is attacking and uh, hitting and um, uh, you know knocking out the Pangoro, and I think that um, uh, what do you guys think? Does Landon give chase? Like, is Monica? Or does Monica get away? I think Monica gets away. I think Monica runs off uh, because Landon is distracted by Corey having fallen. And that's like the scene ends with Monica escaping, but uh, but Corey uh, or but uh, Landon is uh, has has saved the cabin essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think you're right about that. That way we could also come back to this another time if we needed to. Yeah. That might be uh, something worth exploring. So yeah. Um, so yeah, the Swampert takes the Pangoro into custody. Um, and, uh, Landon goes to check on Corey, um, uh... Who I think is clearly dead. Okay. (laughs) 
I think mm-hmm. I think Corey is absolutely dead here uh, right, to go with the death thing. Like there, I can, I, I'm thinking still of some possible uh, denouement things um, <laughs> that that can suit the character, but yeah. um, I think Corey is dead. I would say that uh, he uh, is. Uh, uh, what is he doing? I think he's just like kind of in shock with this. I mean, he he's uh, no. Sorry, folks. I've only been with this character for like a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I feel like uh, he's he's not necessarily like emotional. He's not gonna cry over the body. He's fu- mm-hmm. he's furious. He's he's enraged uh, and he's uh, super upset. Um, and he um just like uh looks at Corey. He makes sure that he is like sitting as peacefully as he can, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just stands up in a rage and is upset and just goes, No! Nice. Scene. Alright. Uh, that's the end of Act 2, and now we have the aftermath. Whoo! Alright, so now comes uh, some fun stuff. Uh, so roll all of your personal dice. Um... Got it. Um, so, ooh, I'm sitting at a fairly high white. White seven. Um, mine's not looking great. Black four. <laughs> ooh. And Lydia, yours is a black three. Ooh. Haha, <laughs> you're worse off than me. <laughs> Shut up, Paul. <laughs> there. All right, so now um, take a look in the, in the fiasco book. Um... And you get to work individually. Uh, pages 58 and 59. Uh, you get to work individually towards getting your character to this end using your dice uh, as a montage. And remember, each white die is a good thing that's happening with your character. Each black die is a bad thing that's happening to your character. Um, so with a black three, uh, that's harsh. Uh, poop in a bag harsh. Uh, <laughs> two lifetime of medications harsh. A big black cloud of hurt is going to rain all over you. The things you need to happen are not going to. Simple as that. Uh, so that's your ending, Lydia. And Paul, black four, savage. Savage is in an, something is broken or, or mashed. Maybe you've got a permanent limp and a bad reputation, plus you totally fail. Um, so think of how your, your montage is going to work towards that. Mine is white seven, weak. Hey, you're busted, beat, and broke down, but at least you've learned a lesson about human <laughs> greed and frailty, right? It'll serve you well in prison, which is where you're probably headed. Um, oh. So we all did great. Yes, yes, we did. Right. So so what order are we doing this montage in? Lydia gets to start again. And if, if you get to the end of your character's arc and you still have dice left, that's not a problem. Uh, if, if you're just done with the dice, just put them in the middle. Um, and then, uh, the, the, or, or give them to somebody else. Like, uh, if Lydia, if you're done after two or three dice and Paul still has stuff to do, or I still have stuff to do after hours are used up, you can give them to us. Okay. Uh, or if Lydia, if, if your character's arc is, is a really long and involved one and ours get done sooner, we can give them to you as well. Um. But uh, but the the ultimate end has to match with those things, so uh, so Lydia, you get to start. Uh, all right, okay. I think I have an idea of what I want to have happen. Um, okay, so 
Um, although Monica was able to escape through the woods, um, she makes it out clear, uh, even though she wasn't able to get uh, whatever was inside the cabin. Um, so yeah, so Monica makes it out of the forest unscathed, and um, she's pretty ticked off, but at least she's safe for now. Hmm. Corey lying still and uh, unmoving in the, in the forest next to the cabin, um, Detective Landon has gone to get help uh, while, uh, while still trying to pursue Monica, or he's sent for help uh, to, to come for Corey's body. Uh, but as he's gone, you see the cabin door creaks open. And something from inside <laughs> sheds a white light onto Corey's body. Alright. I, I, <laughs> That's mine. <laughs> I like it. Well, it, it's... With what we Deus talked about, though, it actually kind of fits. <laughs> yeah. Um, Alright, so... Um, I'm going to go ahead with the... Uh, I'm going to play a black die. Um, uh, yes, Dan did send for help. Um, uh, so... It, Sorry, Landon sent Dan to go get help. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, while uh, he pursued after uh, after Monica, and he's running through uh, the forest and the creek where uh, it's not uh, very good uh, terrain, um, and ultimately he he's not managing it very well. And he uh, trips over a tree branch and like uh, twists his ankle pretty bad. Mm. Um. Unfortunately, after Monica got out of the forest, she comes in contact with a very upset Bob. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Bob say? What does Bob say? I want to hear what Bob says. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> In a... I can't produce it because I have too high of a voice. Um, but... <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> but in a... <laughs> in a deep rumbling voice, um, Bob says slowly... Monica, you've caused enough trouble in this town, and I don't ever want to see your face again. And he, as he's saying this, he slowly <laughs> takes off his vest and just lets it fall to the ground. And then he takes off his hat as well, and underneath is a Pokeball <laughs> <laughs> um, that he takes out, and it has a magic carp inside. <laughs> <laughs> um, that does quite a number on Monica, although she is still alive. Please tell me he uses the magic carp like a baseball bat and just slaps her a bunch of times <laughs> with it. <laughs> it's exactly that. It's kind of like the um, fish slapping dance for Monty Python. Yes. Kind of that that type of thing. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Alright, so in the forest... Uh, we're, we have a close-up on Corey's eyes, uh, and 
we hear these these dissonant whispers as and they all of a sudden coalesce and his eyes burst open uh, and his pupils dilate immediately uh, and he gasps for breath and sits up straight and as he sits up straight we pan out and uh, there's there's just a glimpse of something maybe green maybe white who knows but it uh, it kind of chuckles and giggles as it flies off and the cabin door we see is wide open and we see inside uh, and and the camera kind of backs out into the cabin looking at Corey as he stares dumbfounded into the cabin uh, which we see is completely empty um this might be breaking the timeline a little bit but this is something I definitely want to do um, this is maybe a couple days, uh, afterward, um, yeah. but, uh, you know, uh, Landon, ex- uh, surprises anyone that, uh, Corey is alive and is, uh, just very pleased with that. Um, they're, they're back in the gym and he is awarding Corey with his gym badge for, for yes. not winning the battle, but showing, uh, basically doing the whole, the whole Ash Ketchum, uh, didn't earn the badge by battling, but uh, showed a display of character worthy of earning the badge. Nice. And he shakes his He's hand. A great team player. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Monica is able to slowly um, crawl away from the battle with Bob. Um, after he's dusted off his hands, returned his Magikarp, um, put on, again, his hat and vest of many bobs. <laughs> <laughs> the hat of many bobs. <laughs> and walks away. Um, unfortunately, who should be waiting in the shrubbery for her but uh, Benny and Jackson wanting to um, get back with her their own style as well and uh, basically mug her. Hey, Nikki. For... Hey, Nikki, you still owe us a little extra money. Remember how hard we worked? Yeah. Yeah, Bob, I think she, uh, didn't she, uh, like, uh, she owed us quite a bit. Uh, let's... I-, I think she did. I-, I think we need to refresh her memory a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and so we uh, the uh, they close in in her and it just it goes dark, uh, cutting to the next part of the montage. Yes, <laughs> love it. All right, um, Corey, having received the badge, um, takes it with a, a newfound respect for himself, uh, having perhaps found a moral compass. And sets out on his Pokemon journey. Uh, he leaves town, finally leaving this this little town of Rekaton. Uh And on his journey, uh, we see just kind of quick shots and stills of him battling other gyms and Pokemon and capturing new Pokemon and, and bonding over them. But finally, we, we conclude and see him sitting on a mountaintop uh, or, or, or in a forest on, on the side of a mountain uh, with... Uh, a campfire in front of him uh, and his Minun next to him uh, and as they sit he looks out uh, with with confusion and, and wonder in his eyes he's staring out at the stars and, and watching as some of the shooting stars 
move by and, and wondering what is still out there and what is he missing and what purpose does his life now have and it fades away from Corey hmm. <laughs> existential it fades uh, into uh, Detective Landon and I don't know can I can I make this one like kind of a mixed bag use both of them on this one Sure. I mean, yeah. So, uh, Detective Landon, uh, he has a picture of, of Corey uh, with him on the first day of his journey, heading out, um, on, sitting on his desk. So he's he's very proud of what Corey has become and what he's uh, what he's done uh, to kind of turn things around. And uh, you know, he's been following them. They're like uh, papers saying like local boy wins uh, eighth badge off to Pokemon League and stuff like that. Um, and so, uh, you know, he's very proud of what Corey has become after this death and then not death experience. <laughs> um, but as he's, in, as he's in his office, uh, he, um, gets a, uh, uh, gets a, um, knock on the door from, uh, Lieutenant, uh, Dan and, um, basically saying that, uh, you know, there's there's another caper, there's something else going on, there's uh, more work to be done. Uh, maybe even Monica has escaped and she's uh, she's on the loose, I don't know. A, a detective land and uh, Mon- Monica's escaped. Uh, we gotta go after her. <sighs> Alright, let's, uh, let's get, uh, let's bring some of the new guys uh, on to, uh, to learn the ropes. Uh, assuming that Benny and Jackson have been uh, let go from the force at this point. <laughs> <laughs> at the very least. <laughs> at, yes, at the very least. And uh, so they put on their, their coats uh, and make their way out. How does it end for Monica? Can I still give my tie to someone? Yeah. Yeah. One of them? Okay. Um, do, I, do I do that before I do my last bit or sure. after? Sure, you can you can give it away before. Either way, it, uh, really, the rules are really flexible at this point. I'm gonna give it to Corey. <laughs> um, so I have my black die. Um, so to conclude Monica's uh, tale of woe, she um, comes across a spirit tomb as she is kind of hobbling um, away from her night of disgrace and she hears um, like kind of strange voices coming from it and all of the voices are the vengeful spirits of whom she has wronged in the past (laughs) and Mm slowly she feels her own life ebbing away as she sees the spirit tomb come um, larger and looming over her. Hmm. <laughs> Alright. Corey, uh, much older now, uh, an adult, is... Walking along in his Pokemon journey, his 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 trusty Minun is still by his side, uh, walking along. As and as they go along, they come across uh, a sound in in the bushes, 
uh, and there in the in the bushes they see a stone. Uh, and did it move? Corey watches it for a moment to see. And yes, it did. Uh, he he sits against a tree, nonchalantly, uh, only looking at this stone out of the corner of his eye. And and after a moment, he speaks and he says. I see you've got a lot of trouble in your life. I had trouble too. Maybe I can help. And we see the soft glow of the spiritum's fire coming off of the stone. Uh, and in the in the face in the flames, we perhaps see the spiritum smile, and Corey smiles back. Fiend. <laughs> What a fiasco! <laughs> what a fiasco! Uh, okay. Yeah, fiasco. okay. <laughs> Can we like insert some polka music there? <laughs> but then it like somehow going horribly wrong. Ah, all right. Yeah, that was that was interesting. That was a fun game to play. I, I like that. I, I like that too. That's actually the first time I've ever played fiasco. So, oh, okay. Uh, I yeah. enjoy it. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, what did you think fun. of the playset, you guys? Uh, I mean, I'd have to read through it a little bit more. Like, there obviously there's like some personal tweaking you could do on like any of the stuff, but still, I think it's. Oh, uh, uh, I think it's really fun. And um, uh, you said that uh, you're going to be. Uh, what are we going to be doing this with, with this, Michael? I, I will be making this this available. Uh, this you can find this playset on the website. Unfortunately, I can't make the playset game or the the entire game of Fiasco available. Uh, you will have to purchase that, but you can get that from Bully Pulpit Games, um, uh, and you can get a digital version of it. It's 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 not too expensive, uh, and really it's it's limitless fun. Once you get the core game and you figure out the the basic way to play, uh, there are countless playsets out there. There's this one that I've made. Uh, the core game itself starts with four different playsets, and then if you go to fiascoplaysets.com, uh, you can find all different types of playsets that the creators of the game and the community uh, of, of players have come up with uh, for this game. Uh, I mean, you can find things there. There are Batman playsets, there are Star Trek playsets, there are Star Wars playsets. Uh, there, there are all sorts of different playsets from any kind of nerddom or any kind of movie or story that you can possibly think of. Uh, out there, and if, if it's not out there, if the one that you want isn't out there, it's really easy. I, I say easy. Uh, <laughs> there's there's work that goes into it, but but it's it's fairly straightforward and simple to make your own playset. And there are limitless ways you can play. We could probably play uh, a Pokemon Fiasco again and come up with something totally different. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, using the very same playset. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is a really interesting and versatile game. But uh, yeah, you'll be able to. Uh, I'll link to it in the show notes. Uh, for this particular playset, uh, and you'll be able to find it on the Tapestry Radio Network uh, website. So, awesome, wonderful! Uh, thank you for joining us this week. You can find us online at tapestryradio.org/pokemon-rollout, on Twitter at Pokeroll Podcast, and on Facebook, uh, facebook.com/pokerollout. Uh, join our Facebook group, the Pokemon Rollout Tap Room. Uh, as long as you're not a robot, we'll approve your uh, request to join. There you can join the conversation with creators and fans and become part of the Pokemon Rollout community. Also, follow our network on Twitter, at Tapestry Radio, and check out some of our other great shows uh, at tapestryradio.org, like Intermission and Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch. 
A special thank you to Rocco W for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles, and feel free to check the show notes for other music and sound effects used in this episode. Uh, Nick uh, is is gone uh, this week, unfortunately. Uh, He's dead. <laughs> yep, uh, just no, no longer with us. Um, in in, in the spear tomb, as it were. Now, I'm going to feel really bad if Nick actually dies between the time we record and this episode comes out. I don't think we could publish it if that would happen. Oh, please, please, no. No, I don't think we could. Oh, hey, hey, I'm hitting my desk. No, don't do that. Stop it. Stay, stay with us, Paul. All right. Anyway, uh, so, uh, but you can follow Nick uh, at PokeRollNick on Twitter. Um, He's always looking to make more things on there and now maybe we'll start throwing out and asking for more dice rolls from you folks so um i'm paul on twitter you can find me at prof snag and as you heard uh in the previous episode um i'm part of the puckle uh community um at this point we're probably nearing the halfway point of our uh the puckle summer league where i'm a gym leader there uh so uh come come battle me if you into battling if not come and just Hang out and talk some Pokemon. It's a great time to be a Pokemon fan, especially with the new games uh, that were announced a couple weeks ago. Well, I'm Michael, and you can follow me on Twitter at M-G-L-I-L-I-E-N-T-H-A-L. Uh, hit me up there, as well as in the uh, uh, Pokemon Rollout uh, uh, Facebook tap room. What was that called? On Facebook, the Pokemon Rollout tap room. That's it. Um, uh, and also, I'm in the other uh, shows on Tapster Radio, uh, Intermission, and Michael and Ethan and Roland Scott. I'm in both of those, so... And I'm Lydia, and you can follow me on Twitter at uh, LIL underscore Shadow8. I almost completely forgot what that account (laughs) was. Um, And yeah, you can talk with me there, or uh, as the other guys said, um, come hang out with us on the tap room. It's really fun to hear what you guys are thinking of the podcast. it's great to hear those reactions and to get the chance to talk with you. So please, please definitely feel free to contact For sure, us. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. think that's one of the, like the best parts of creating this is getting to talk to you guys about it. So absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then there's Ellie, uh, the uh, archetype of uh, was it fiction and um, terror. terror, fiction and terror. Yes, you can follow her on Twitter at behind your Eilie, which is a slight abbreviation for behind your eyelids because that's where she likes to hang out at, with the fiction and the horror and the stuff. So <laughs> it is basically she's kind of like those little dust mites on your eyelashes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it's annoying. Um, also, we uh, want to give this shout out to the community again. If you are interested in in uh, in doing this to to help us keep everything straight and to help the community uh, keep everything straight with our show, because uh, we're we're uh, over four uh, tens of. What, what am I saying? Over 40 episodes in. <laughs> two, two, Less than 50. More tens than of hundreds of scores. episodes. <laughs> two scores. Um, two score episodes in um, <laughs> to this podcast. And that's a lot to get back of, and we're losing our minds. Uh, so if you want to help us keep that straight and keep the community keep that straight, uh, and you are interested and willing uh, to put together a wiki or a TV tropes page for our show, uh, we'd really appreciate that, uh, and it might be fun. Uh, for everybody to keep track of that and we'll help in any way we can so if you're interested in doing that let us know we will give you the information you need uh, with the character sheets and the backstories and and all that stuff Uh, and then that can be available to everyone to enjoy so yeah let us know contact us on any of those uh, things that we mentioned before 
If you like what we do here every other week on Pokemon Rollout, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you later. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm in, I'm in too, but, uh, hold on, let me start that accent over. <laughs> <laughs> See, who needs Nick? We, we don't need Nick. Who needs Nick? We can do this our own. Yeah. <laughs> Things go horribly awry. And we all caught Arceus. <laughs> we all caught Arceus. Oh, man. <laughs>